Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, well, over Christmas, because we're also hoping to move house this year and mm-hmm. I've been generally doing a bit of a sort, of a sort of lovely January sort. And um, obviously we're very fortunate that we get lots and lots of, of running kit. Um, and I think lots of the time people look at that and go, oh my God, that's so cool. Wow. However, it does mean that you do end up with bags and bags of shite and got mm. getting huge arguments with your family members for having hordes of of running stuff that you've worn once so i promised doug that i would sort through it so i was sorting through all this stuff and so a few sports bras that i had maybe only worn once or had sort of forgotten about made their way back into my rotation while i was Mm. kind of sorting out things that i probably wouldn't wear again and would maybe give to charity or give to friends and things that i was going to keep in my kind of running rotation And I ended, sorry, what a long-winded way of saying I wore a different sports bra yesterday. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Welcome to episode 178 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she's your other host, Holly Taylor. On this podcast, we talk about health, politics, stuff on TV, and what we ate last night. Occasionally, we talk about running. We're British, so we begin today's podcast talking about the weather, because, well, the weather has been insane. Then we move on to our goals and some chats about one of them, which is running a half marathon in New York in April, and that's one you can join us in. So check the show notes for a link to find out more. I talk about a half marathon that's a bit closer than that and my worries about my training and how I'm going to get myself race ready in gulp four weeks. We also talk about goals and Holly has a vast one to talk about. So we need your thoughts and your help. Where do you look for races? Do you know of a lovely big autumn marathon or what about an entry level ultra with no mud? We don't think we're asking the impossible. Do please think about becoming a patron of this podcast at patreon.co.uk forward slash women's running because for just £2 a month, you can access our free monthly videos, our weekly newsletters, and you get to join our exclusive pod squad chat room where all the fun happens. And, and, and you must subscribe to Women's Running right now. 
don't fast forward over this bit. Honestly, this is such a whopping great deal. Right now, you'll save 50% off the cover price and you'll get a copy of our How to Run 5K guide absolutely free. And if you don't need it because you're scampering over mountains, it'll make a friend very happy indeed. Go to womensrunning.co.uk forward slash bundle to get the deal. To life after horrific weather. Shall we, I mean, I really want to know about how your Christmas was. I want to know, I want to tell you about mine, but I think that we need to discuss the sort of post-apocalyptic conditions that we've been living in for the last few days. Oh my fucking God. Oh my God. The rain. The wind. The rain. I think we we're at the arse end of like two storms, aren't we? And yeah, I went for a (laughs) (laughs) But I went for a run this morning, my normal route, and I couldn't go that the bridge was flooded. So like that's quite a high up bridge. Quite a high up bridge. I didn't tell you about this because I thought it would be very uneventful. But um, Cara, who you can listen to on our other podcast, they will go into detail more on that later. Uh, Cara and I went to the Longleat Lights after work yesterday. Nice, nice. Awful, awful, awful. (laughs) (laughs) Because we, it was a horrible terrifying journey because that was when it was like really starting to come down the rain was really starting to go for it and so we were a bit like oh in the car driving there (laughs) got there obviously we were like the last entry because we didn't get there till like six o'clock and that's when they have the last entries and then it closes at seven we were like why did we do this and um and then Oh, it was like the car park was was almost completely flooded. We were having to wade through. It was tipping it down. Uh, and then we got in and the guy was like, you can't come in this bit, I'm afraid. So this year it's themed for The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe or Narnia, nice. maybe the Narnia series. I, I wouldn't know. Didn't get past The Lion. But oh. they were like, you can't come in this bit because it's completely flooded. Um, so we weren't, we couldn't, we couldn't go into this whole... I don't know, there was like a ship and stuff. Prince Caspian, oh, no. don't know. We didn't get to see. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then uh, we went round and then we're like, okay, well, that was a bit shit, but let's cheer ourselves up. It's absolutely pelting it down. Let's go and find yeah. a different bit to go and look at. And then we got to that bit. Mm. Halfway through our walk to that bit, we were plunged into darkness and we were like, oh God. <laughs> and then this warden person with a big hive is thinking out to us and was like, guys, okay, everybody listen up. So, so uh, all the lights have turned off and it's very dangerous. So you need to go that way back to the main square. And we just got like uh, directed <gasps> around the whole light thing because they'd all turned off. And, oh no. Uh, I know half all the lights like shorted out or something in the weather. So we didn't get to see the light show. <laughs> and then we were like, well, this was a bust. Let's get back. We got some cinnamon donuts and got back and ate them in the car. And then we're like, let's go home. <laughs> and, um, and Cara kindly was like, oh, I'll drive you back to, to Bath. Mm. Um, and it, I, I, I felt incredibly guilty because we nearly got stuck. It was 
awful limply stoke was like completely <laughs> flooded there was this like i felt awful because these are people's houses but also i couldn't help but laugh just at the gravity of the situation that we were in it was lawless out there it was a lawless country people were trying to drive through these like huge <gasps> huge puddles like oh no uh, it was sort of like a whole queue of traffic while just like one person was trying to sort of edge their way through the water without people had pulled the car their cars over to the side of the road because they'd obviously like broken down because the engines had been flooded and stuff oh Awful. my god and then we drove past this one bit where uh with these two people who were like sticking sticks down into drains they were obviously trying to like clear all the leaves yeah or, yeah yeah get it to flow better and I was like looking and obviously at... you leapt out of the car to help I know, of course, you know, <laughs> rather than staying firmly inside and going, oh, not them. The, the, they, I hope they're alive to this day because the water was really coming up to their house. And I was like, oh, God. And then just as we drove past, it's not funny. I felt awful for them. But the woman turned to her husband and she just went, we need the police. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Awful. It was awful. So we finally got back to Bath. Then Cara, I think, hopefully made it back to Bradford and Avon, which mm. would have been a nightmare. Bradford and Avon floods on a good day. So I know we we are we're kind of right up against the Somerset levels here, aren't we? And I think that yeah. becomes it's a real issue <laughs> with floodplains. Massive. We need issue the as, as a wise woman once said, we need the police. We do actually need the police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But more to the point, I couldn't do my bloody run this morning. I had to go down the London Road, which was horrific. Oh, so never no. mind those the poor people with their flooded Bath. homes. The worst road in Bath. Yeah. yeah wasn't it and that. one of the most polluted oh, roads in the UK. The, it is one of the most polluted roads, yes. Mm. And I have asthma. Anyway, but um, mm. <laughs> this is all about Just me. your life about, for this. Yeah, exactly. Not about all those people <laughs> whose whose homes will have been affected by these storms. But yeah, it was, it's 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 pretty bloody biblical round here isn't it i mean it's fine yeah but uh yeah it's okay now i mean classic britain it was like yesterday people were screaming they needed the police people could were (laughs) breaking down like and now the sun's out and it's like what are you what are we making such a fuss about it's fine (laughs) (laughs) i did go for a run yesterday but it wasn't it it wasn't biblical i guess looking back it only started to really kick off sort of after lunchtime Mm. um and you'll be quite proud of me. This is part of my slight resolutions. Um, I'm tentatively using the word resolution because I still want to, I mean, this morning I got up at about two minutes to nine and read my book in bed. But yesterday I did get up at half past seven and I went for a run. <gasps> Holly! Mm. I'm really trying person. to be a morning gal. Yeah. You are. That's amazing. Yeah. Though the run yeah. was a bit shit. Do yeah. tell what happened. Uh, well, over Christmas, because we're also hoping to move house this year and mm-hmm. I've been generally doing a bit of a sort of a sort of lovely January sort. And um, obviously we're very fortunate that we get lots and lots of, of running kit. Um, and I think lots of the time people look at that and go, oh, my God, that's so cool. Wow. And I won't, you know stick my nose up at it it's amazing it's so it's it's brilliant and we're very lucky however it does mean that you do end up with bags and bags of shite and Mm. getting huge arguments with your family members for having (laughs) hordes of of running stuff that you've worn once so I promised Doug that I would sort through it so I was sorting through all this stuff 
And so a few sports bras that I had maybe only worn once or had sort of forgotten about made their way back into my rotation while I was mm. kind of sorting out things that I probably wouldn't wear again and would maybe give to charity or give to friends and things that I was going to keep in my kind of running rotation. And I ended, sorry, what a long-winded way of saying I wore a different sports bra yesterday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I knew from the off I should have turned back because as soon as I got out the door, I started kind of gently warming up by doing a brisk walk down the hill. And even a brisk walk, I was like, oh. And oh, uh, yeah, sort of a few minutes into the run, I was like, I don't know what to do. I am really scared that my tits are going to turn black and blue because it just gave me <laughs> nose port. And I won't name and shame, but oh, I no. should have kind of known better. It wasn't like a heavy duty one. And I think I'm still in denial about being a big boobed gal. And I'm like, oh, mm. that's fine. I can use this. But I really do need a sort of a marry or a, you know, something of the like that really encapsulates. And I need an encapsulating situation now. Rather than a compression, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than a compression because I just, they were just sort of, oh my God, it was so painful. Um, they were just bouncing and in pain. And oh, um, no. I did still commit that I was like, okay, I will run at least, you know, 10, 15 minutes, just like a bit around the park and around the block. So mm. that I, des not that you deserve things, but so that I could reward myself by ending up at the coffee shop and getting a little coffee because that was what I that was what I'd used to get myself out of bed in the first place but yeah it was it was a bit of a bust which was yeah. not a great well I'm not going to use that as a premonition I don't really believe in that stuff but I was a bit gutted because I was like what a lovely day I'm going to get up with the sun and go for a nice run and watch the bath wake up around me and instead I felt like I need, wanted to have my boobs lopped off afterwards because they were so painful and it was really horrible. But you did it. You did it. You I got out before it. breakfast. I mean, that's. I think that's. It, it's a big thing. It's a big thing to do. And also, it's a little learn, isn't it? Because I've mm. I've definitely done that before. I've done it. I've gone for a run before wearing a normal bra just by accident. Have just you? Because I was just. I very very quickly changed. Like I'd you know, walk the kids to school or something and then come back and then quickly, just super, super quickly, right, change my top, da, 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 go out and be maybe kind of, you know, 50 yards down the road and just think, everything feels very uncomfortable what on earth is going on and then realise that I've got an underwired crap bra that I've had from oh, Marks and Spencer's no. for the last eight years on and it's like, this doesn't support me when I'm just sitting. So, yeah, no. <laughs> you know, so, and I just, it's, I have... It's so painful, isn't it? It's when you so have, painful. Honestly, I feel like new potential pitch for a new Saw film. Make a woman run <laughs> with no bra on to the end of the road. <laughs> oh my oh. god. It's so and actually I have to say cuz I I'm on the smaller scale of things. I'm a 34B and I still like and they still kind of market they the gods, the bra people, they still market bras as kind of like light, medium and, and something support, don't they? And, um, anything that's high medium, impact. Yeah. High. No, that's the one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and medium or light are useless. Like I would say I would use light 
as an everyday bra, just walk like sitting at my desk. I don't, I wouldn't even do that mm-hmm. for yoga because I've got things that are called light bras that haven't even performed as a crop top. Medium, I will use yeah. for yoga and, um, and maybe, maybe like a spin class, but even then, yeah, I've done them then, in a spin classes. class, you jiggle mm. loads in a spin class, don't you? And actually, yeah. I would go for a high in a spin. So, yeah. uh, so high. I yeah. still like, even for my tiny boobs, I'm still like, Mary, same as you. Or um, uh, what's the other classic one? Well, there's a there's a, a sweaty Betty one that I love. That's that um, underwear. Oh, what's R- underwear? Yeah, I I put that in medium for me. Do you? Um, I've got a yeah. really good underwear one that I really like. Mm, but yeah, actually, uh, I suppose when you when you when you say that, maybe what I've worn it more for and loved it is like workouts. Yeah, it, I'm I'm mm. Mary all the way, and yeah, that sweaty Betty zero gravity one or whatever it's that's called. That's the one. Yes, that's good. That's it's an encapsulation good. number again. Totally encapsulate. Yeah, I really really yeah. like that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. I I, I yeah. Even for even for the, the the tiny the tiny titted amongst us, you, you just yeah. need something to really strap you in, don't you? Really, really painful. Oh, well, I hope it's yeah. not putting you off. Well, I don't think so. I think it. I think it did exactly what you said there, where it made me go. Well, I still did it, and mm. and I guess it's like I know what the problem was. It would have been worse if I'd have had all the gear on, and I'd have felt ready to go, and then I'd. Um, yeah still had a horrible time then I would have been like oh god how am I gonna make myself do it again but I'm quite motivated to go for my next one because it's like oh well I just won't wear that bra again Mm -hmm. Um, yeah um, so I think I think I'm feeling all right about it all it is a bit weird this time of year isn't it because you've got a plan which we should definitely come on to and discuss Mm. um but I'm in the slightly weird position of like because we're our next half it or next event but my next event is the half that we're doing in New York in mm-hmm. at the end of April please do join yep. us so exciting um you can probably find all the stuff for that in the show notes or if not on our website and stuff um but uh yeah I've I'm gonna start a proper half marathon training plan towards the end of kind of end of January for that mm-hmm. um but until then I've not really got anything and it's not really worth me starting full-on half marathon training so I'm just kind of trying to like keep up a general base I don't want to abandon because over Christmas Mm. I didn't do a huge amount and I don't want to like yeah I don't know have to feel like I'm starting entirely from scratch when I do start the plan so I'm just kind of trying to keep taking over but it's quite difficult because the way I would normally handle that lack of motivation would be to give myself like a race but I don't want to do that because I've already got one and I don't want to risk not being able to do that one because I'm really excited about it and I've got a plan and stuff so I think I'm just I've been kind of looking around and there are some sort of I wondered about maybe doing like a a challenge like and you can do like miles for mind or things like that where you're kind of like totting mm-hmm. up stuff but to be honest I think what's working for me is I'll just probably stick to my med which is not quite red um but my <laughs> my move every day yeah in in Jan thing and that will make yeah. me run sometimes because I'll get fed up of doing other stuff and vice versa so yeah, I I really really wanted to do that, and I did that. I did the classic thing that I know that we've talked about before, where 
um we say like you know if 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 it doesn't work out for you on a particular day then that doesn't mean that's the end of the kind of the resolve yeah. to to do it however <laughs> so on january the 1st we were traveling back from devon yeah and i so i was in the car for half a day and then exhausted for half a day i didn't move i didn't move at all i moved into a costa coffee and out again and then I took suitcases upstairs and shouted at Done. the kids but that's that <laughs> taking suitcases upstairs is strength training <laughs> I do feel so you I, I, I've got that a little bit too I had it with both the move every day and the drinking thing that like mm. I I'm not doing dry jam this year but me and my mum are both doing like a checking in on each other thing where like I did it last year as well where we're being like okay I'm just going to drink on a Friday and a Saturday night and then I'm really looking forward to it sorry if that Mm -hmm. sounds mental to some people but we do drink quite a lot of wine in my family so my mum and I are doing that and we're checking up on each other and then on the first Mm. of Jan we were away in Devon as well I wonder if we'll we'll discuss that Mm, um but um yeah and then it was like Doug or someone was like oh it's a bank holiday it doesn't count I'm blaming it on someone mm. else. I fully consented to having a large <laughs> glass of wine with my dinner. So I'm now back in the saddle again and I haven't had a drink for three, four days or however long it's been. Uh, mm. But I'm wondering whether maybe I'll do like, I won't drink tonight and then my mum cannot feel betrayed. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, see how but it yeah I have the same thing. But really it is going back to that thing, Esther, isn't it? Of something is better than nothing and throwing yeah. the whole thing out the window because one day didn't go to plan. It would mm-hmm. be so counterintuitive to what you're actually trying to achieve. If I'd just gone, oh, bollocks, well, then I'll have a glass of wine tonight as well kind of thing the next day, yeah. then I suppose it, it. if the end goal is that I wanted to cut down on my drinking, then it would be counterintuitive to to doing that so yeah yeah <sighs> oh. it's a bit annoying not to have a nice clean sort of uh, revision plan or whatever isn't it yeah I know I know and I kind of I did that thing like I've, I've spoken about this a little bit on on um on our patron newsletter but like I I kind of I really try and practice what we preach and fail always and one of the mm-hmm. one of the things I've always wanted to be is someone that doesn't feel as though they need to like have all these kind of things to tick off. But I am at heart a list person. I love a list. Mm-hmm. I love having little achievable goals. And so like New Year's resolutions to me are like epic. I absolutely love them. But it means that in my head, I haven't even written them down, which is very unlike me. Um, but in my head, I've mm-hmm. got hundreds of them buzzing around. And I haven't achieved any of them like yet to any degree I don't think I've done like sort of I've I've got little ones little kind of fitness ones like I wanted to I generally speaking I need to up my strength training I know I do and Mm -hmm. so because like even my boot camp fell off the radar massively towards the end of last year because of training for the marathon and just because of staff so I wanted to pick that back up again, but I know I can't do that twice a week anymore just because of logistics. So it's kind of like, right, how do I do? I can do one in the park, but what do I do otherwise? So I thought, right, I'll do something at home. And um, I was going to start with like 10 press-ups every day from January the 1st. And I've done that once, once. And it's now the 5th of January that we're recording this. So that was... 
I haven't done that, but it doesn't mean that I won't, but that was one thing I wanted to do. So it was kind of, that was it. Another thing I wanted to do was not fitness related at all, which was to try and spread out my housework through the week rather than shouting at everyone on a Saturday morning and, and just destroying my entire weekend while hoovering under people's feet while they're playing Minecraft. Um, I'm talking about Ted, obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was one thing. And I think, I think... Yeah, and Dave, yeah, Dave. I think I'm kind of doing that a little bit, but failing miserably. And then the other thing that I had was that I do have um, a half marathon that is so soon. It's oh, on the eleventh. It's the eleventh of February. Okay, um, so a month and a bit. Is, mm-hmm. And um, so I had a training plan that I was adhering to. And my training over Christmas sucked. I I had to I had to do everything that we've talked about. I had to just fit it around when I could. And mm-hmm. it was unlike any other Christmas for the past sort of five, six years, where because we were abroad and because there were other relatives there, I really couldn't take the piss. So yeah. I had to like there was one time I went for a run at like four o'clock in the evening when it was dark, which was not my, not my happy place, but I was like, I've just got to squeeze it in. I managed to, I managed to run on Christmas day and only three people knew that I had, and we had a house of 10. So I just managed to just zip out and zip back again. I know, but it was just like, you know, open stockings, make sure that everyone is distracted, go out, come back, then cook a roast dinner. It was one of those. Um, and then, yeah, I've managed to kind of do bits and pieces. So I wasn't looking at my training plan at all. I just thought I've just got to, I've just got to do it. And so on January the 1st, when I was sitting there thinking about all these other little resolutions I was doing, I then had a look at the training plan kind of like through half closed eyes mm-hmm. thinking, ooh, and I am so far behind, Hull. I'm so far behind. I'm really worried. Like I'm supposed to have done like eight miles or something and I think the longest I've done is 10k and that was ages ago so okay I yeah I don't know I feel I feel really I'm gonna do what you would do if it were me right now Mm -hmm. to you okay oh god sorry my stupid doorbell forget it oh I didn't hear Um, it (laughs) didn't you oh it gives me the shock of my life every single time um (laughs) and I know they rang every single one then because it only went so he obviously went, brum, and Brrr, all yeah, the, yeah. anyway, <laughs> or she, right. Um, <laughs> uh, first of all, I wanted to ask you, what is it, just out of curiosity, that's not part of your um, therapizing, I'm just interested. Okay, it's, um, this is when I really need to check my privilege. It is the Barcelona half marathon. okay why are you doing the barcelona half marathon um shits and giggles because uh, barcelona because brooks is uh flying us out there which is very very nice so we're going with brooks uh running fun times i'm taking yeah exactly running fun times i'm taking shits and giggles as your first answer um (laughs) to be honest uh so, first of all, I'm going to say to you there that obviously then it doesn't really matter about your performance. Like, you don't have no, no, no. to do it perfectly. Um, 
you could walk around it if you needed to. In fact, you might even want to if you want to have a look at the Sagrada Familia, which they're still bloody building. I can't believe they're still building that. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, you can, that's always an option. If you are the one who's beholding yourself to doing it, you know, run whatever your A goal is, running the whole way, getting it in a certain time, it's absolutely not too late. Like, Famous words from Simon Lewis, our, uh, our our manager at the time of our of our brand. He was mm-hmm. like, I remember being really nervous about the first bath half, and he was like, "If you can run seven or eight miles, you can run a half marathon." And that may not be true for everybody, but it was certainly comforting <laughs> at the time. And I think, like you, you know that you can. You've done it a lot. It might be a bit more uncomfortable, but then you're not yeah. like you're not doing it because you are desperate. If it gets uncomfortable, then that becomes your choice that you can push through if you really if the time is more important. But if enjoying being in Barcelona and seeing some Gaudi while you're running around <laughs> is more important, then absolutely don't push yourself. I think there are plenty of things that you yeah. want to do, plenty of goals. I know I I totally see you and funnily enough on our 5k series which you can listen to every tuesday cara is having exactly the same thing about having she's going to be able to run 5k and she's going to be totally fine but she's Mm. had a bit of an injury and it's pushed her back a bit and it's because you are both organized listy people i think seeing it like that sometimes and seeing oh i've missed bits is like ah because it's really hard to fathom the end goal when you haven't sort of done the the preparation exactly how you'd like to but absolutely it does it it does it makes me completely spiral and I think um I think it's because in my head no well in my head in my legs in reality like when I've run half marathons before that have felt comfortable not fast I am not going for fast but ones that have felt the most comfortable have usually been when I've been training for a longer distance and so um, I've usually run further than a half yeah. before I've done the half. So when I yeah. run the half, the last thing I'm worried about is the distance. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of, that's that's all tucked away. I don't even have to worry about that because I know I can do the distance. So literally it's just, it's just kind of, it's churning the legs over. It's It's kind of remembering my strategies and it's getting to the finish line. And it's, you know, it's, it's all those sorts of things. Um, and. I'm not in that place at the moment. You know, since since the New York, which was November the 5th, which uh, was the longest I've... Two months yeah. ago, Esther, which you also mustn't forget, you have said to me before, when I've been nervous about doing a half marathon six months after my last half marathon, you only did a half marathon six months ago. You did a marathon two months ago. So your fitness has... No, it, of course it will have dropped because that's how... That's that's good for you. You can't maintain that level all the time and without, you know, putting unless you're a professional athlete. But like you won't have lost it all. You're still a marathoner. You're still a you're you're fine. And we're all proud of you. Sorry, that's not the only answer to it. But <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> I I'm certainly not undermining how you're feeling because I know that I've definitely been there and it's not very nice to feel underprepared, but it's it yeah it it does feel like a little bit it does feel scary but I thought like if 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 there are other people out there who also have 
a looming deadline and a Christmas that didn't accommodate training or a, or a, a body that didn't accommodate training or whatever. One, one just decided not to do that training. Um, if someone yeah. else, anyone else out there has got a marathon on the, I'm just checking now, the on the 11th or around that oh, weekend, is it a 10th, 11th. You know, sorry, no, it's a half. It's a half. Oh my Jesus mm. Christ, no. Um, <laughs> oh, well then you might be fucked. <laughs> no, no, no. You wouldn't be. It would all be fine. We would make it work. Oh God. And I did that. I gave away the fact that I did watch the Gavin and Stacey special there because I was like, oh my Jesus Christ, which I think is a Pam thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the 11th of February. So where we're, where are we now? We're on the 5th of January, which is where I am now. Um, I have got one, two, three, four, five weeks. Got five weeks. So last week I ran it. Um, I know that that fifth week rather it's, it's six weeks away actually to be honest so in that in um the week before our taper so that means I've got four weeks four weeks to train to a half marathon so what I'm gonna do um is this weekend coming up which will have which will have gone by the time listen, people are listening to this but this weekend yeah. coming up I am going to aim for um seven to eight miles on my long one um and then I guess the weekend after that, which will be the 13th, 14th of January, I will aim for a kind of um, eight, nine, I guess. Esther, listen to this. Then, a, this then it will be a 10, 11. Training. During, during the national running show, I've got to try and do a 10, 11 run. So mm. it's not ideal, well, is it? Yeah, I think that you if if you've got four long runs left, you could definitely do, you know, so you've run a 10k when? Last weekend? Yes. Then that's six. So if you did if you did one mile increments, which is obviously typical of a half marathon training plan, if you went 7 mm. 8 9 10, then that is as much as I trained for the last half marathon I did and I felt really good about it and it was fine and it was the best one I've ever run I think yeah 10 is 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 okay I know you like to feel a bit more prepared than that but yeah um, or, I, I would generally you could do, I guess you could you could do your lot you could do an extra long run so it's, it's six weeks away right mm. you could do your lot you could do an extra 11 on the weekend before the week but before. then and but not then taper. be really, really careful mm. to. I've done that before too, and then be really careful to taper, yeah, like properly taper during the week in the week on the weekdays because that does still give you a week of taper time, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll see. And I do. I remember training for something like either a half or a marathon, or whatever, um, last year at the national running show, and having. I think I did my long run before we went, and I think it screwed me. I think I weekend. did too. I think we were training <laughs> for Berlin at that point. Oh, was no, it? No, 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 no. No, it would have been Paris. It was Paris. Oh, uh, would it have been Paris? That far? I think so. Maybe. Oh, no. Yes, because tell it you was what, end I... of Jan. Yeah, and I did actually have the London Marathon, didn't I? In April. Yeah, yeah, in April. Uh, so you would have been stopped. So I was probably. I remember we were yeah. all a bit anxious about that. I remember talking to lots of listeners at the National mm. Running Show and we were all a bit like, we're supposed to be doing Paris and we haven't really done yeah. anything and it was fine. Um, 
I think I also maybe did it on the Friday. So you could definitely do that. Yeah. Do and it I did, on Friday I did, and then we'll all go up together yeah. and then we'll get pissed on the Friday get night. Drunk. It'll be funny. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Um, but I did, it did make me think though, like all this, all this worry and, and my kind of list making and my plans and, you know, like never happier than when I've got three different training plans that sort of interlink so I can kind of cross reference and, you know, all that kind of shite. Um, mm-hmm. And it did make me think because there are actually quite a lot of people that I follow on Instagram who don't use training plans, who just mm. do it. And they basically they're behaving how I behaved before I kind of realized that training plans were kind of a thing. Right. So I, something yeah. that I used to do, I guess, when I was around about, you know, about 20 years ago when I was training then, I would just in my in my head or written down on a piece of, I guess I was, I was making my own training plan essentially. And the focus was purely on that long run and just adding the miles up and just sort of ticking that off. Until and you then got kind of to you, that length kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Until you sort of got, yeah. got comfortable with it. And it's only kind of obviously in more recent years that I've started kind of adding in kind of more complicated technical stuff and da da da. Um, yeah. Oh, I still, and, still like, I feel like last year when I did the, the, the bath half, that was like the, yeah, I, I kind of also was just adding miles on until I got to about 10 or 11. And then I was like, probably good to go. <laughs> I didn't really, I wasn't very good at, but I was doing time, not distance then. Um, yeah. Which I think, Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. kind of almost encourages that a little bit I think it's it's fine sometimes to kind of go with the flow a bit as long as you are doing a bit of strength and technical and stuff in between yeah Mm. well that's that's kind of it I was was just wondering I was just wondering what people out there what 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 you guys do how many I'd love to know the proportion of people that use a specific training plan because they feel like they like the support and the accountability of it versus yeah. the people who are just a bit like nah I don't like being told what to do I know I know what I like doing I'm just going to go and do it and and I, I realized that I think it's a bit me too yeah, I wonder I if like doing that yeah I see I, I wonder if because I was thinking about it this morning when I was being told off for not washing a particular pan up in in the correct mm. manner mm. very weird that I, I in my head I just thought I just don't like being told what to do I don't like being told what to do like I never particularly like training and I don't like I don't like yeah. someone wagging their fingers and saying this is how you do stuff 
And with the training plans and things that I followed, like I kind of, I, I sort of really like the structure, but at the same time, I resent the teacheriness of it. I resent yeah. someone saying, I know better than you and you should be doing eight intervals of 9.5 seconds. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, yeah. Should I? I think though? that's exactly <laughs> how yeah, I think that's so normal. And that seems to be how sort of how Cara's handling the the 5K plan too. I think she's got a little bit of like because we offered to get her a coach and she was like, absolutely yes. not. I don't no. want someone being <laughs> wagging their finger at me. Yeah. It's uh, straight away. It was a similar thing to to your reaction then. And I think <laughs> mine is a bit different, but I completely get that I think mine is the I'm quite a rather than necessarily being a methodical person I'm quite a creative mm. bursts person and I have to ride the bursts when they come and I often <laughs> find that there's sometimes it can help pushing but often it doesn't help pushing myself I just end up being like oh, oh if I'm having to force myself to do something when I'm having a dip um mm. And training plans of the, obviously they don't really take that into account. It's very like it's regimented, and and that can be really good. Like I do thrive off routine, and like often that stuff can be can be good. But I like to feel like I've got the space to go. I really want to run today, or I really don't want to run today. And it starts to freak me out a bit with the training plan sometimes. That I'm like, oh, but that's on a Tuesday, and I know I've got that big meeting that usually I feel tired afterwards, and you know I, mm. I think sometimes that's what makes me a bit anti it because I'm like oh don't make don't tell me how I'm supposed to feel about running that day I'll decide yeah kind of thing yeah but yeah. then but then but how do we then structure like I know god this episode's all been about running what the I know it's actually disgusting 35 minutes <laughs> in and I was going to ask you another question about running as well. So I don't, I don't know what's come over us. It no. must be January. We can't even um, have the running bit jingle. The, the whole ep- this whole episode the whole is episode. the running bit. I know. Yeah. God. Foul. I don't. I, I have no idea what's going on. Because um, I was going to sort of say, like, one thing I really wanted to do in January is mm. to plot in some races or some events. I guess. Um, through the year I've got two it's not enough I want a really chunky one in the summer or the autumn and I don't want it to be a city marathon I want it to be something else and I haven't quite figured out what mm. that could be or the logistics of that so I'm just sort of thinking and thinking and thinking um, yeah so I was going to ask the same question of you of like if you've got any things that you want to do I know that we've got New York half in April have you thought beyond we that? have yeah so mm-hmm. I'm starting to think beyond it basically I'm thinking um April same as you I'm really looking forward to that I know it's going to be a really nice one it's I'm finding it really motivating at the moment that I know that I want to also I think it's quite I don't want to put anybody off who is thinking of joining us but I think it is a little on the undulating side uh so I I think that I want to feel strong for it basically I don't want to end up being like oh we can't go and you know go to museums and have a nice Mm -hmm. day the day afterwards because um I'm yeah I sort of need to be airlifted home after the race um (laughs) so I want to feel strong for that uh but yeah I'm with you that I feel like I would like a chunky autumn thing to look forward to Mm-hmm. I, 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 I will say on the pod I haven't been sure whether I, whether I want to say because mm-hmm. I hope 
I want everybody to to take this with a pinch of salt because I haven't decided what it is. I haven't looked at the timing yet. I'm very conscious of the fact that we're potentially moving house and buying house this year and that that might be it all might be a bit much. But I would I on the on the opposite side to what you're thinking would quite like to do a road marathon. <laughs> Oh, she said it. <laughs> Call the po- we need the police. That's how I feel about that. But I, I have said it and I, I would like to do it. And a little bit of a part of me, I did mention it. Esther and I talked about it after we had that night where we drank that margarita that made us <laughs> yeah, yeah. so incredibly drunk after one <laughs> We had had a couple of glasses at the do but yeah that margarita was something else and that margarita also made us have a big deep chat about doing a marathon and at that time I was getting a bit overexcited because I'd just seen Esther do New York and it was as it always is when you watch a race like that it was so emotional and especially when you care about someone who's doing it it was like oh Mm. I want to do that really badly um but I think I've thought about it since our kind of drunken chats on that night and I think probably a destination marathon i wouldn't mind doing mm-hmm. another destination half which is good because i just remember yeah. who we are um but um <laughs> i think i think for a marathon it would be nice to do something a bit closer to home just because it will be my first if i do do it and i want it to be as i want as few variables as possible um but yeah honestly right up until the the recording of this episode I was like Esther and I were talking about it before and I was like shall I say I really don't want everyone to get like overexcited but I think as long as mm-hmm. we're all we, we, we talk about it all the way through and we're honest about it I might mm. be getting ahead of myself I might need to look at something for like next spring rather than this autumn but I would like to look at something for this autumn depending on life stuff um and I think it fits because we'll have done a half in um at the end of April and so it will be a bit of a similar sort of like either it would be carrying on training it depends some of the ones that we've looked at are in like September um and I'm I'm sure that won't won't be too much time off but or it will be a little bit of a break while kind of maintaining it and then building back up again I'm not sure anyway my dad said he'd be really really proud of me if I did it and I know we're both oh my god kryptonite to us yeah (laughs) (laughs) Holly, we would all be so proud of you if you did that. I mean, we're proud of you anyway. You don't have to do this. You've got Thank to prove you. nothing to us. We know you're a runner. But I, th- I think, I, yeah, you. it's like it's like we were talking just be before. Epic we, content, we, we, epic content, epic content. Mm-hmm. Um, we, it's trying to figure out what, isn't it? Because like, yeah, most of the kind of majory ones are spring. There are a yeah. bunch of others in autumn. But um, but what I like about this is it, what's lovely is that that with our introvert extrovert yin yang different personality yeah. type thing going on, it's almost as if we scripted it. Um, <laughs> what you potentially thrive on is something that I have I've realised is the thing that that I I'm not enjoying particularly, which is the crowds yeah. and the support. And stuff. So, like, just before we came on, I was like, "Oh, you could do that lovely uh, new forest mar- That's a marathon as well as Which a half marathon. Does sound beautiful. Yes, but there is no one there. It's like doing, you yeah. know, you're doing twenty six miles in front of two ponies and a marshal, going, "Oh, well done, yeah. well done." And 
Sick. No, I think I need um, like I need do 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 <laughs> and like uh, cheerleaders Jeez, going. I need, yeah, maybe there's going to be some uh, sort of a, a, a musical theatre choir going on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Vuvuzelas. Oh, all, all of them. That. All of them. Yeah, so it's, all of them. It's, so <laughs> even like even when, been round and round and round. Like, yeah. So even when yeah. we were talking about other ones that you could potentially, like we were talking about um, Loch Ness, there are there's a vast swathe of Loch Ness where there is no one there either. So, yeah. you know, you're basically... And I'm not too keen on that big hill. No, there is a hill, yeah. Um, th- but there is Nessie. But, you know, it does mean yeah. that in terms of UK, that's like Brighton, Manchester... London. Mm. Uh, I mean, I mean, this is when it is good to have a gang, isn't it? Because if you guys do know of any others that you think fills that quota of like Yorkshire Marathon, that's a big one. Yeah. Yes. Good point. Yeah. If anyone can think of any that are worth considering. And also, it does bring us on to because if Esther's looking for something, I'm talking about you in the third person. It's really weird when when we do that. Just sometimes I remember people are actually listening. You are looking for something potentially that is a bit of a different challenge. And I'm looking for something that's a bit of a, well, it's not, it's it's a a marathon, but, you know, maybe a bit of a basic bitch marathon. I want, (laughs) I want all the non-variables possible. Um, But I guess we've been in a quite a fortunate position that all of the races and events that we've done before, I did pay for entry to Bath Half last year um, because yep. it was something that I really wanted to do. Um, but generally, they've been things that we've done because we've had the opportunity to do as part of women's running where someone said, oh, we'd love for you to come do this race or, you know, obviously sports tours, we've got a lovely relationship with and we've done quite a few things with them. And mm-hmm. but. I don't really know how you look for a race. Like, how do you find your next challenge? If you're looking for like a crazy trail thing or an ultra or something like that that you've mm. you've never done before, where do you find that? If I'm looking for, I mean, I tried typing like flat road marathon <laughs> autumn UK, <laughs> in, but it's it's quite difficult to find yeah. something that sort of fits it's exactly very difficult. what you're after. I c- I can tell you where you can start, and that mm. would be with the January issue of Women's Running, which has a 16-page pull-out race guide for 2024. Oh, right. And <laughs> I should have it underneath my feet right now, but I don't know where I've put it. But yes, that's 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 number one. But I think the other thing I was going to say was... Oh, I, I, I got used- it. She's got it. Okay. I used to think that kind of the sites like um, Let's Do This and Find a Race, I used to think that they were, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The complete. And yeah. um, and then they're not. They're obviously not they're because not. they have kind of, um, and for, for, you know, kudos to them, they have, it means they, they have partnerships with various kind of race brands and stuff, which means that they will, they will have certain races and not other races. You'll find like hyper-local races on 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 either of those huge kind of no. um websites or you know so some things like the the one that I really love doing that bath beat one that I do 
that's like a secret oh, yeah. email that goes out on January the 1st and only 300 people get spaces for it, you know? So it's, it's kind of, you know, it, it's stuff like that. So, um, it, yeah. it's a lot of Googling is what it is, but I think also <clears throat> it's a lot of word of mouth. Like, I think there are some races that I've heard about just because someone's told me about it down the pub or because someone has said it on Discord and they've talked about, oh, actually, I do something near me and I do this. Yeah. Like so that's why I think you're right. I think we should say it here for our own selfish, like, uh, reward. Like, I want to know, for me, I like, Holly wants a flat road popular marathon in the autumn. With lots of cheering. And preferably right? in the UK. Yeah. <clears throat> preferably in the UK. Preferably in the UK. Or if it's um, not in the UK, just maybe not like too far afield because I don't think I want to go to, I, d I don't want to go to a different time zone so much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So not Boston. Right. So probably that's not. Holly. Well, also, let's um, be honest, Esther. It's probably not happening anytime soon. <laughs> um is, is this going to be the year that you bq um oh, and the yeah. other so for Just me look at me oh, i look like a bqer <laughs> you do look like a bqer um, <laughs> oh, thank you. yeah i shouldn't make jokes like that thank you no, i could be you, you could but i'm not let's let's not do that um <laughs> but the for, and for me i want basically i want a 50k um trail not too elevatey um, and nearby my, my thing with it is logistics. It's like, where do I stay mm -hmm. the night before? Where do I stay afterwards? And when I've spoken to friends that have done that sort of thing, the, the issue is getting there and getting back from there. If you don't go with a group of people, because if you're doing 50 K trail, 50 K people are finishing that in, you know, there'll be people out there finishing that in like, you know, six hours, but there'll be people finishing it in 12 and yeah. So there's a like a, a this huge window. You can't get your partner to wait around for six hours in the freezing cold if you you know to pick you up and take you home again. And and it many of them don't finish where there are public transport links. So mm. you know it's kind of it's, it's finding somewhere where you can where you can find a a, a cheap ass premier in the night before and get a train back from the following day. So that those are my criteria and I'd like it to okay. be nice and I wouldn't like it to be too muddy either please thanks so yeah okay I don't I'm not a huge mud fan that's so yeah I want people to write in with those not suggestions to ask well it, okay to ask. I think let's we've got our parameters that's the first thing mm -hmm. and now I think we go away and we'd be sick a couple of times <laughs> and then <laughs> And then we look, we, we, we know, we know a bit more about where to look and maybe you're right. Maybe it's a bit like buying a blooming house or something. It's a Google every mm -hmm. day for a little while situation until you find quite the right thing. When you got, yeah, you know, exactly. a lunch break or something, having a little, having a little Goog and seeing, yeah. seeing what you can find. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I find it, um, actually that kind of race diaries anyway, are tough because if you if it is marathon and and we are correct in the assumption that most of the biggies in our hemisphere are spring it does mm. mean that you're training through the winter which i absolutely hate 
And I know. I just want to find a nice autumn one because I just yeah. think every time I've trained for a a race in the autumn, I felt so much more prepared than when I've trained for one in the spring because Christmas sets you back. If like me, you do value like, you know, and there's nothing wrong with either way, but like I really do value mm. rest time and I love being with my family and not feeling like I need to be distracted and like being not having to sort of think about also, I suppose, because although this is something that we love doing and we feel passionately about, and obviously we wouldn't do things like this if it wasn't also something that we loved, but it is, it's, it's work. It's part of what we do. And, and sometimes it feels like training for those things over, you know, holiday periods is a bit like, mm. it makes it more difficult for me to switch off from the day job a bit, because it's like, I'm thinking about what I want to say on the podcast about this and what I, and, and how we're going to write about this for the mag and blah, blah, blah. And it makes it a bit more difficult. So it would be lovely if it could be something that would be over summer when we'll be working anyway. It'd be nicer weather. I'll be thinking about that stuff. I'll be motivated. I want to get up out the mm-hmm. house. Let's, let's make it happen. I'm sure we can. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, that sounded as though I was, oh no, that's, let's do this, it's fine. (laughs) I thought I was kind of surreptitiously sneaking in some sort of uh, product placement, but I'm not, I'm not. Um, I thought that you were surreptitiously doing a Nike thing then, but then I remember that's just do it. Maybe let's do it is nothing. (laughs) So maybe let's let's get, (laughs) let's get the legal team on it. And let's patent it now. Um, I wanted to quickly read you an email um, that was just like a nice, um, just a nice, a nice thing. And I, you know, we have received loud and clear mm-hmm. all of your messages about Parkrun. Totally appreciate the the discourse and I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. lovely to hear all of your thoughts. If we haven't read it, if we don't, you know it's not because we weren't interested and we didn't value your opinion I read every single one of them and I totally hear what you're all saying but um I think you know we're going to be talking about it until we're 87 years old if if we keep going so yeah (laughs) yeah I will go to some more park runs and I hear you Mm -hmm. is, is what I have to say uh but I did want to read a uh this nice little message this was from Anya um and Mm -hmm. Uh, it was off the back of our running habits episode with Anna. Um, mm-hmm. And it's I've really thought about it a lot over the last week. And it was a big thing that motivated me to get up yesterday and, and go early doors. So she said, uh, my name's Anya. I've been a fan of the podcast for a year now. Uh, it's my favorite thing to listen to on long runs because most of the episodes are exactly long enough. Love that. Thank Aww. you. Um, that's very lovely to hear. And I'm so glad that us banging on does actually serve a purpose there. Uh, she said, currently training for high school track season, and I've had to build my running habit up from scratch after finishing swim season. One of the things mm-hmm. that's helped me the most is reframing the I have to run mentality as I get to run. I don't want to run if it's something I have to do and it makes me forget how much I love running if it becomes a chore. This is kind of what we were talking about earlier, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, instead, I say I get to run. I get to take time out of my day to have some alone time. I get to listen to music or a certain podcast, a certain running podcast, perhaps. I get to move my body mm-hmm. and I get to feel great afterwards. It's really helped <coughs> me to keep going with training and be more consistent with running. So I just wanted to share. I, I, I've been really thinking about that email a lot. That, it, I, I think that's genius. I love yeah, tiny really little things helpful, like that. Yeah, yeah. Th- that kind of that 
minute switch can be just the thing that you need. Like there was um there was a thing that I was reading the other day that I really, really loved too, which was the the I think the, the Guardian, you know, my favorite thing to read apart from women's running. Um mm-hmm. the Guardian had a thing in it which second was like tiny second best publication in the whole world. Um apart from when it's reporting on channel tunnel closures. Um but it had um tiny little things you could do to kind of I don't know make yourself feel a bit better so no yeah. no big life changes or whatever and one of the things I really really liked was if you can do it in a minute then do it right then and there don't put it off just do it if you can do it oh, in a minute. I saw that too I saw that piece as well it was great I I find I have found that and I know we're on only on day five but I have found mm-hmm. that um for for the last four days incredibly motivating to just get shit done yeah so I would normally like yeah it's great sorry what yeah no (laughs) I was just gonna I was like I'm gonna order a baking tray after this I can do that in a minute and I've needed to do that for weeks and I keep putting it off I'm like I'll do it in a bit I did the same thing last night ordering a bra I did I mean yeah why are we putting (laughs) it off I can do it in a minute (laughs) (laughs) but it's I really love that I love it because I, I would come upstairs to like go to the loo or whatever and and see that I'd got all this kind of, you know, clean laundry is an, is the bane. Is the I've seen a meme where it's like, you know, an hour to wash, two hours to dry, four weeks to fold up and put away. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it, it's a ridiculous. Anyway, I had a heap of stuff on the bed and all I do now or what I've kind of reset my mind to do in the last sort of four days is when I come up, if that heap is there just to do a bit of it, like do a minute's worth, just put the pants away or roll up the socks or something. And it just means it's less of a, of a bind when I'm up and having to do it a bit later on. I think I've been sort of, I hadn't had a a name for it, but that's, I'm going to say that little mantra to myself because I've been doing that with the, um, uh, with the washing up. I'm awful Mm. at doing the washing up, but I've had to get better at it because previously uh, in our lives, I would do the cooking. Doug would do the washing up. It's always been our our sort of mm-hmm. thing because I like cooking and Doug doesn't like it so much. I hate washing up. He doesn't mind it so much. Um, and, uh, and since he's had this job that means that he works quite long hours, I've I've had to do more because I can't just leave washing up to be like, oh, I'll leave it for Doug for when he gets home <laughs> because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. not going to get back to way later. So I've had to force myself to become a washing up girly. And um, I've been finding it so much more manageable doing exactly the same. Where it's like every time I go mm. over to the kitchen to make a cup of tea and I see that there's like a couple of mugs or whatever, then I'm like, well, I'll just do yeah. them now rather than letting it pile up and being like, oh, I'll do it all after work or something because it just makes it a bit easier to, then it just oh feels my God, so much more manageable. It's mm. the bite sizeness of it, isn't it? So yeah. I'm, I'm doing exactly the same thing because in my head, I would always think to myself, I must clean the kitchen. And cleaning the kitchen is is a half day task. Mm-hmm. But spraying that bit of surface in the corner takes about 15 seconds, but removes part of the, you know, so it's kind of doing tiny, tiny little bits and it's kind of putting things yeah. away. And yeah, so I feel it makes me feel much more kind of on top of stuff. So um, yes. yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to try and continue that. It's it's more tricky when it comes to that. running because obviously running is a a bigger chunk of stuff. But I tell you what, it is very useful to keep in mind when it comes to strength because you can mm. actually, she says to herself, 
knock out 10 press-ups in a minute. So you could, you know, while, while you're waiting for the kettle to boil, maybe not check Instagram and do a calf raise or two. Yeah, that know. makes me feel like I would just like rip open my shirt to reveal a pat. <laughs> <laughs> Surely that you do that already, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, before we close, I wanted Hi. to ask you this, and I'm really putting you on the spot, but... Um, mm. When we also went away to Devon, Torquay area, Totnes area, whereabouts were uh-huh. we? Uh, not there. We were up in Exeter, so the the, the uh, other the other end, not as far down. Um, I did. I thought about we, that because we both went to France, didn't we? So I just thought, have we, we just also been following both went each to other? France? I think we did just follow each other. We didn't get a ferry on the same day, did we? No, because we in the end we went under the under rather than over. We channeled. We mm-hmm. we we le shuttled. So that's, oh, you that's the way we went. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's nice. That's we classy. say nice. It's the first time I've ever done it and I almost shat my pants. It's terrifying. Is being, it? Being in a car, in a train, under the, under the it channel. Is, the, is, it, yeah. is it the normal channel? Yeah. It's because I, I, I've only ever done Eurostar before. So oh, sitting a, on a train. A classic. Were you disappointed that you couldn't see fish out the window? That's what my brother said. No, yeah, but I did think pres- pressure of the water, pressure of the water. This can't hold. There's too much going on. <laughs> I was just, I yeah. was terrified. But then I was terrified. Yeah. I was just like going, ah, and then suddenly you're out in, in France and it's gone. So it's it quite was quick, isn't quick. it? It's quicker than a ferry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, much yeah. quicker than a ferry. Oh, did I you meet any? Did you meet any any good people on the ferry any like you did last time? Yeah. Not really. On the way there, it went in an absolute flash because we were, did an overnight one. So we oh, nice. we got to the bar, had a pint, <laughs> and then we were like, let's go to sleep. And we did. I, mm. I was lying in that cabin going, I am never, ever going to sleep. It was like quite <laughs> rocky and obviously it's really noisy. Mm. And I was like, I'm never, ever, ever going to sleep. And the next thing I knew, I was waking up to the Brittany Ferries alarm that is like... <laughs> yeah. Ding, 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 da, 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 da. And then it's like, oh god, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> that was a lovely wake up, the petit déjeuner, <laughs> or whatever. Um, so loved that very much. And then I had my petit déjeuner, and then it was mm-hmm. we, we were that we were docking. So that was a dream. Uh, we didn't have a mm-hmm. chance to really meet anybody. And then on the way back, Doug was incredibly hungover. Um, so I was mainly worried <laughs> about trying to make sure he wasn't sick. Um, and oh god how awful there, were, there was quite a gang of us because that were traveling back to different places but all on the same day because we'd all been together mm. in France so me and Doug Auntie Penny Uncle Simon and then Daisy and her boyfriend <laughs> as well so yeah. the classic so we had enough of us that we had a few sort of card games and things going on maybe we were giving off we're already a family don't don't yeah. come here whereas Doug yeah. and I on our own that time perfect prey for David Blonaldson. <laughs> but we did talk about him a lot and we were like, is this going to be another? I kind of thought that that was what was going to happen on Boxing Day because I was like, it's an evening slash overnight crossing on Boxing Day. Like surely there's going to mm. be like loads of weird people getting on it. And But it, it wasn't like that. It was it was like a, it was quite a cozy family crossing. Every, everyone did a similar thing, I think. There was a huge queue for the bar as soon as it was taking off. Some people were getting like two glasses of wine at once just to be like, and then be like into the cabin, not aware of the rest of the journey then. 
So we kind of did a bit of that and it was quite nice. nice. Um, yeah, very choppy on the way back though. Poor old Doug was not doing not doing very well. Um, but Ooh. what I was going to say to you, and um, we're running out of, of time really, but yeah, uh, we had this conversation in Devon um, mm-hmm. where we discussed how one way that we felt that we had sort of changed in some way and not mm. in a sort of like I have become a the sort of person who does yeah uh, I don't know 17 million I mean it might be the press-ups thing or it might be but just mm. more in a way that we were sort of looking back over the year and being like rather than being hard on ourselves and being like oh I've been a right old piece of shit this year or whatever <laughs> being like what have I done that I would be proud of myself that seemed like Sorry, knocked something off the desk then. I was gesticulating so much. Um, <laughs> that um, that oh, I would be proud of myself at the beginning of 2023, knowing I would have sort of achieved at the end of the year. Anything that you can think? Because you made me think of mine, because mine was, I feel like I've got a bit more on top of life. I've always found yeah. housework and stuff is one of the things that I neglect the most in life, I because I prioritise relationships and work and other stuff that's going on and then I'll be like washing up's the least important thing and I have become a bit better at going you know what that does actually have quite a bad long-term effect on my mental health when I leave Mm -hmm. things in disarray so I've I've tried to be a bit more of a organized person this year and I I think 2023 January me would look at 2024 January me and go fair play holes did you just do two loads of washing in one day and (laughs) like feel quite pleased about that yeah. Oh, that's not you. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I think there's there's lots of stuff that I want to do this year to make myself feel generally happier, which mm-hmm. I haven't got a handle on yet. And I think that might be a balance issue. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that, that if I go back to me in January 2023, to look forward a whole year and think, shit, I did two marathons. And I know that's running yeah. rather than anything else. No, I, that's fine. I, it could be running. It's actually got to a point where where at the end of last year and the beginning of this year, I forget that I did London in April as well as New York in November. And actually, that's two huge training blocks. It took over the whole year. No wonder I was in a bad mood. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> So I think um, I'm chuffed to bits that I've done those two things and and I I am really, really super proud of myself. And I think this year, differently shaped goals, which means that I can actually spend a bit of time, a bit more time with the kids and um, be less of an arsehole, I think would would be my my top resolution, really. Yeah. Yeah, I think (laughs) mine is probably being a little bit less of an arsehole. No, more of an arsehole. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Should I give you some tips? <laughs> I want to be the sort of person who goes, no, actually, I don't want to do that. Thank you. Mm. Oh, I'm going to try and be that person. Um, oh, that's easy. <laughs> I oh, think I, I probably so... need to learn. I think I need to learn how to say yes more, don't I? So mm. <clears throat> I think we come at it from different Okay, let's discuss mm-hmm. you saying yes or me saying no more and us trying yeah. to find the the golden ratio, whatever it's called, the yeah. golden zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. That's a uh, really good idea. Just to give you and everybody else an update on my other resolutions, I'm conscious mm-hmm. that I haven't mentioned 
that I have I am on series one episode five of The Sopranos and I'm loving every second of it <laughs> oh Holly so proud <laughs> <laughs> And Doug and I keep walking around the house going, woke up this morning, got myself done. We keep doing that. And I love it. It's so good. And and being like, Tony, get the fuck out of here. Every time one of us is annoying. Tony, Tony, I love it. (laughs) Which always makes me think of that Tony Blair Christmas card. Have you seen the meme? (laughs) There's a Tony and Cherie Christmas card from like the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that? Oh, yes. And Tony yes. Blair is and my my it. godfather was a recipient of it actually because he's a no judge. I remember him way. having it on his. He got that very Christmas card. I remember him being very. Oh, you want to put up in the bar- when when she's going leave it, Tony's not worth it or something. I think it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea whether he would still have it. I have received a version with uh, from my friend Will with him and his housemate at the time having superimposed their heads onto it. That was their Christmas <laughs> nice. card a couple of years ago. It was great. <laughs> a different Tony, but it does make me think of Tony. Yeah, Tony. Right, yeah. Tony. <laughs> well, Karen enjoying it, and um, I'm going to carry on rewatching the Detectorists. And oh, you know. we're also watching that too and loving it. That's the lighter if we've had enough Sopranos. Mm-hmm. That is the perfect way round. The perfect way round. Yeah. An episode of Sopranos and a quick and 25 minutes of Detectorists. Herbal tea. Good night. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm loving it all. I'm loving Jan. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Come and join us on Patreon. You can get a ton of extra Pod Squad benefits from just £2 a month, including newsletters, live chats, and you can join our exclusive Discord community for friendly chat and support with like minded women runners. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running to find out more. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The producer and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. And do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories as we would love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.